But before I go on, I should tell you a literary, just, I don't know what else to call it. It's, a, it's just a gem of, of Allah's speech in the Quran. So Allah talks about walking a lot. And He talks about strolling, walking, rushing, running, racing, running for your life, desperately just moving as fast as you can for survival. And all of these, if you notice the words I just used in English, are varying degrees of intensity. A stroll is casual, a walk is perhaps more purposeful, rushing suggests that you have a sense of urgency, but you know, uh, uh, or, or like lightly running, lightly running is some sense of urgency, rushing or racing is more intense than that, and then running for your life is like you've never run like that before. But notice how it's used, siru fil ard, casually stroll in the land. Be relaxed on the, on the earth. Take, this is actually just to, just to take, take it all in. Right? Take it all in. فَمْشُوا فِي مَنَاكِ here وَكُلُوا مِنْ رِزْقِهِ For the pursuit of risk, which is more... What is risk by the way? Sustenance. So, go into its depths, of the depths of the earth, and eat from its provision. Eat from what it provides you. In other words, now you're going to go for purpose of what? Work. Explore a business opportunity, explore work opportunity, go into different places and find what kind of risk you can find. Literally, what kind of fruits you can eat and what kind of produce you can eat, but also what kind of job you can get. That's mashi. Jum'ah time comes, he says, فَسَعَوْا إِلَىٰ ذِكْرِ When it comes to remembering Allah, you shouldn't just walk. Don't just stroll. Rush. Rush a little bit. Make, make some effort. Run. Sa'a actually means to rush into something. And to make effort to get somewhere. From sa'i. Quran says. So it's a little more intense. Then he says, Rush as much as you can, rush against each other to get forgiveness. And then he goes even further sometimes and intensifies it and says, Beat each other to the finish line. To get forgiveness from your master. So we started with strolling and now, and the goal for strolling was just to enjoy the earth. The rizq was walk. Jumu'ah, which is good for your deen and good for your dunya. What does he say? Rush. Then race. Race for what? Forgiveness. Forgiveness. There's one left. Run for your life. Fafirru ilallah. Run desperately like nobody's business to Allah. <laughs> Subhanallah Like the varying degrees of intensity Are determined by what is your goal If your goal is casual The stroll is casual When you have the ultimate goal You run like nobody's business And everything in between Subhanallah Anyway And eat from its provision This is actually uh, uh, Interestingly uh, وَفِي الْآيَةِ إِمَاءٌ إِلَىٰ نُدْبِ التِّجَارَةِ وَالتَّكَسُّبْ بِجَمِيعِ ضُرُوبِهِ In the ayah bin Ashur says, is an indication that we should actually be pursuing all kinds of rizq out of this earth. We should be looking for provision out of this earth. Digging into it for its resources. Allah is encouraging the human being to go out there. By the way, this is in Makkah. The ayah is revealed. And there's not much rizq on the earth in Makkah. So it's almost as though the ummah is it's foreshadowing for the ummah that one day they're going to be on all corners of the earth and they should be exploring, you know? And they should just go around and see the, the, the humility. And by the way, wherever they go, they're going to be humble. Because the earth will always remind them 
of their humility. And what makes you humble, more humble than being provided for? You know? The other thing that I really like about this ayah is Allah subdued what we could never have subdued. No matter what technology we have, what money we have, we can't stop an earthquake. Right? And had it not been, and, and no matter what we do, we cannot produce rain. We can't produce life on this earth. Allah gave that life. So our rizq, our provision, our sustenance on this earth, and the stability that we enjoy on this earth is entirely done by Allah. And the conclusion of it is, Go into its different crevices, corners, go all over this earth and eat from its provision. The hard part has already been done by Allah. The really hard part was calming this earth down and providing all kinds of rizq on this earth. That's, and by the way, it's his rizq. Meaning rizq that he wanted to dedicate to you. Like he attributed it to himself. Every time you eat a, an apple, you say, this is rizqullah. This is something he dedicated for me. Like it's attributed directly to Allah. It's awesome. And you know, from a, from a balagha point of view, birizqim minhu, as opposed to birizqihi. Birizqim minhu, provision that comes from him. As opposed to rizqihi, his provision. Now his provision and provision that comes from him are roughly the same, but grammatically one's an idafa, and an idafa is, is inseparable. So your rizq should be inseparable from your remembrance of Allah. Like rizqihi. And wa ilayhi nushur You know? So what I was going to say is the hard part's already done by Allah. And He's already taken the job of risk for Himself. It's not rizqi, it's rizqihi. So what are you so worried about? It'll come. Just be humble and it'll come. He'll furnish. Look, He, he, he made the earth sprout after it became humble. So how much can you blossom after you become humble? You know? So now beyond that, he says, wa ilayhin nushur. And what an incredible conclusion to this passage. Wa ilayhin nushur. It's commonly translated to him as the return. The problem is, it's not rujur, and it's not auda, and it's not al ba'ath. There's lots of words in the Arabic language for return. Nashr happens to not be one of them. <laughs> nushur is not one of them. But for convenience, we say, ah, qad yani al rujur. It probably means going back to him. If he meant to say go back to him, he would have said go back to him. He's pretty good at speaking. He can speak for himself. We don't have to give him synonyms for what he means. Oh, he said this, but what he means is that. Uh, no, he, he knows what he means. This is Allah al Bayan. La okay? Subhanallah. This is what we mean by Kalimatullah hi al ulya. The word of Allah reigns supreme. We shouldn't impose meanings on it. It imposes meanings on us. You know? It's, it, the, the mentality has to be fixed about our attitude towards the Qur'an. When you, when you start interpreting the Qur'an for the purpose of convenience, well, he said this elsewhere, so probably we'll just bunch it all. If he wanted to bunch it all, he could have much better than you and me. He's perfectly capable of that. So let's dig into this word a little bit. Dalun ala fathi the word the root letters noon sheen and ra dalun ala fathi shayin watashabihi when something is opened up and when something is spread out when something you know branches out nashar nashar tul kitab khilafa tawaitu when you when you roll up 
when you roll up the scroll of a book, that's actually called nashr. And tawi is actually to open it up, to unroll, to unfold. Nasharatil ardu Now the second meaning, the earth experiences nushur when it springs, when it blossoms. When it blo- it's actually got a positive meaning. Nushur has a positive, as opposed to, you know, jama'ah, ilahi al-jama'ah, hashar. Nushur is actually spreading out and blossoming. Now keep these two meaning, meanings in mind. By the way, the, an Arabic figure of speech, speech nasharahu, a person who's taking care of all of his business, everything that's spread out about him, he's put it all together. He's got all the moving parts working, working together, he's put them all together. The expression for, uh, for, for that is قَضَّمَّ نَشْرَهُ يُقَالُ لِمَنْ جَمَعَ أَمْرَهُ النَّشْرُ الرِّيحُ النَّشْرُ الرِّيحُ الطَّيِّبَةِ A wind that spreads is actually الرِّيحُ الطَّيِّبَةِ is one of, the, one of the words for النَّشْر And by the way, نَشْر also comes in the meaning of الحيات, life. So إِلَيْهِ نُشُور to him is the second life also. But now, let's combine these meanings and figure out what's being said here. One, to open things up and to spread them out. Two, for them to blossom, for things to blossom. Right? Ar-Rabi'ah. Is this passage, I was suggesting humbly, Allah knows best, these ayat, are they talking to the all humanity or the believer? The believer. Go out, spread out in the land, get your rizq. And by the way, all of your spreading out will return back to him anyway. No matter how far you spread, you're going to come back to Him anyway. And no matter how much you blossom, the ultimate blossoming in life is going to be when you come back to Him. وَإِلَيْهِ nushur. And إِلَيْهِ nushur also suggests all the spreading out that you do and all the blossoming that you do, the credit will keep going back to Him. يعني إِلَيْهِ يُنْسَبُ nushur. All of it will be attributed back to Him. He'll get the credit every time. It's a beautiful statement. It's not just about resurrection. Resurrection is one of the most obvious meanings here. But beyond that, Allah Azza wa Jalla is saying, you're going to come back to me and it's going to be much better. This is, these are just seeds, they'll blossom in Akhirah. They'll blossom in Akhirah. What a passage. Now this was a long passage. I want to leave you with what I find the most epic part of this passage. How it's organized. Oof. So cool. Listen carefully, okay? Freshen your minds, listen carefully. I need you to keep up with this. First ayah. وَلَقَدْ زَيَّنَّ السَّمَاءَ الدُّنْيَا بِمَصَابِيحِ وَجَعَلْنَاهَا رُجُومًا لِلشَّيَاطِينَ Okay, we opened up this, we beautified the what? Beautified the sky. We beautified the sky. Last ayah of this passage. هُوَ الَّذِي جَعَلَ لَكُمُ الْأَرْضَ ذَلُولًا The earth. The sky has been beautified, the earth has been humbled. Right? You understand that there's an open and close between the skies and the earth? I told you this entire surah will be a play between sky and earth, sky and earth, sky and earth. Okay, check it out. The sky is much bigger than the earth, yes? And by the way, I told you also there's an interplay between style and substance. The sky was described with style, zayyanna. The earth with substance, fam shufi manakibiha wa kulum rizqihi. In its sustenance. Now the, others, the next part of it. The sky is way bigger than the earth. Who tries to roam around in the sky freely? Shayateen. Are they allowed to roam around freely or do they have restricted movement? Despite the sky being massive, they can't just go wherever they want. Their restriction, their movement is restricted. On the contrast, you believer are on the earth and it's been humbled for you. Do you have restricted movement? Quite the contrary. How does he do that? And then, okay, okay, 
the rizq of this world. Give me some examples. Fruits, water, drinks, milk, honey. Are these things a preview for what is to come in where? Keep that thought in your mind. These things are a preview of what is to come in Jannah. Okay. Let's go back up to the sky. First ayah. The sky has been made rujuma lishayateen. Things that are cast, like stones cast at devils. They are made of fire. Those stones that are cast at them are made of fire. When someone's being hit with fire, what is that a preview of? So that ayah says that they are getting a preview of Jahannam and they're going to end up there anyway. So the preview followed by the full scale. And by the way, the skies will give you a preview of hell and the disbelievers will end up there also. Which is why the next passage is hellfire. So the skies, some part of it serves as a preview of hellfire described, followed by an elaborate description of hellfire. On the flip side of it is the believer. Who is going to get what from Allah? Ajrun kabir, Jannah. Lahum maghfiratun wa ajrun kabir. But if you want a preview of Jannah, where is the preview of Jannah? From shufi manakibiha wa kulu rizqihi. And the full blossoming will happen back with him. Wa ilayhim nushur. So the beginning and end of this passage is the skies and the earth, both serving as a preview. The sky serving in this passage as a preview of hell, and the earth serving as a preview of heaven. And the preview of the sky followed immediately by what it previews, hellfire. And the preview of the earth, Jannah, preceded right immediately before it, the description of Jannah, subhanAllah. And that's how this passage just forms this perfect symmetry. Perfect, perfect symmetry, subhanAllah. So with that, inshallah ta'ala, I'll give you your next break. Barakallahu li wa lakum. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.